You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Good morning. This is the uh, Surveyor's Hour uh, on America's Web Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Lucas. I'm a land surveyor and attorney at law. We'll spend the next hour talking about land surveying and land surveyors and other related issues. Uh, as always, your questions and comments are welcome. You can send them to Jeff at AmericasWebRadio.com. Uh, you can find out more about me at my personal website, www.LucasAndCompany.com. Check out our website. Check out our resources. We have some free resources there that you might find interesting. Okay. Um, don't have a guest this week. That was uh, somewhat on purpose because last week we were discussing uh, the definition of surveying, and uh, I really didn't uh, fully finish that discussion, or at least the things I wanted to uh, to get said uh, about the definition of surveying because it, it is problematic. I gave you some of the history um uh, last week, I won't go over all of that again, but for those of you who may not have uh, sort of uh, have heard that, uh, to give you a, a little bit of a premise as to what we're talking about today, the, when I talk about the definition of surveying, I'm talking about the definition that has been promulgated by the uh, NCEES. And if you don't know what the NCEES is, it's the National Council of Examiners for Engineers and Surveyors. And what they do is, uh, among other things, uh, and um, they um, they have, uh, as, as member organizations, they have probably all of the engineering and land surveying boards across the country as member uh, organizations uh, to their organization, the National Council of, Engin- of Examiners for Engineers and Surveyors. And, and among the other things that they do is they promulgate a model law and they promulgate model rules. And the model law um, includes uh, the definition of surveying. So this model law, we'll talk about uh, more as we go along here, is um, it's, it's just what the, the name indicates. Uh, it's, it's a model law that the NCEES promulgates. They um, um, and their member organizations, boards across the country, can uh, utilize this model law for uh, instituting. Uh, they can adopt it or adapt it, modify it, but they use it for creating legislation uh, or modifying. Uh, existing legislation uh, in uh, the statutory scheme uh, in the, with the legislature, with the various and sundry legislatures across the country, all 50 jurisdictions. <clears throat> so it's it's a model for these boards to go by. Uh, the rules are model rules for um, uh, for administrative rules, uh, agency rules. And uh, so they have the model law and the model rules, and it's the model law we'll, I want to discuss uh, to a certain extent. And uh, that's where we find the definition of surveying, and this definition has been around uh, for a very long time, uh, but it's problematic. And, and as, I, as I indicated last, last week, um, I first came into surveying in 1976, I sat for my first uh, surveying exam in Florida in 1984, 
And in order to sit for that exam, of course, I had to uh, I had to study uh, relative statutes, uh, statutes, uh, laws, uh, rules of surveying, uh, the administrative code. Uh, various and sundry uh, documents you had to study in order to sit for the exam because they test you on that stuff. So this this definition we're talking about here, I can't tell you how long it's been around. It's been around a long time, uh, and we'll discuss uh, how it's gotten a little long in the tooth uh, and actually needs to be changed. But um, when it comes to the definition of the practice of surveying, um, the model law uh, lays out one, two, three, four, five, six, seven functions, A through G, seven functions uh, that constitute uh, surveying and and licensing uh, of surveyors, the regulation of the surveying profession, uh, seven functions. Uh, You can, um, this definition has been widely accepted by boards across the country. It's very familiar. Uh, some boards have uh, gone their own way to a certain extent, and, and they're free to do so. Um, but this, these these seven functions, um, we'll just uh, I'll just I'll just discuss them a little bit here. Uh, the first function: determining by measurement and configuration the contour of the Earth's surface or position of fixed objects thereon. That's the first function of surveying of the practice of surveying in the definition. The second function, determining by performing geodetic surveys the size and shape of the Earth or the position of any point on the Earth. And the third function is locating, relocating, establishing, reestablishing, or retracing property lines or boundaries of any tract of land, road, right-of-way, or easement. The fourth function, making any survey for the division, subdivision, or consolidation of any tracts of land, locating or laying out um, of Excuse me, the fifth one, locating or laying out alignments, positions, or elevations for the construction of fixed works. Next, determining by the use of principles of surveying the position of any survey monument, boundary or non-boundary, or reference point, establishing or replacing any such monument or reference point. And finally, creating, preparing, or modifying electronic, computerized, or other data relative to the performance of the activities in items a through F. So those are the those are the that's the basic definition of what it means, what it what constitutes surveying. Now, uh, from a public um, protection standpoint, uh, which is the only reason uh, that any uh, any professions are uh, are licensed and regulated, it's because uh, there's. Uh, there's the need for protecting the, uh, you know, the welfare of the public. That's why engineers are licensed. That's why land surveyors are licensed. That's why uh, doctors and lawyers uh, are, are licensed. It's, um, it's deemed important enough that um, these functions, these services that these uh, various and sundry professions provide are deemed important enough to, um, um, to, to be regulated so that um, the um, only qualified individuals can practice those professions. We certainly don't want unqualified people uh, performing uh, open-heart surgery. We don't want unqualified people uh, representing other people in court, uh, which is what attorneys do. So that's 
also uh, is to weed out the unqualified, make sure that the ones that are licensed uh, uh, by these various and sundry boards are qualified and competent to uh, to practice. But when it comes to the definition of surveying, these these seven these seven tasks, these seven functions of surveying, only two of them uh, are actually um, actually touch on the core issue of why surveyors need to be regulated. Uh, the first function, determining by measurement the configuration and contour of the Earth's surface or position of fixed objects thereon, um, that's not, you know, that's that's not critical to the welfare of the public. That's not critical, um, and, and other and other people, other professionals besides surveyors uh, are are, perform, are performing that function right now. Determ- uh, Google, for instance. Uh, and, and ESRI and uh, the military uh, and others. There, um, there are other players in the game in determining by measurement the configuration and contour of the Earth's surface. This isn't something that's exclusive to surveying, and it's actually not so uh, critical to the welfare of the public that, um, that individuals need to be licensed in order to carry out that function. The second one is similar, determining by uh, performing geodetic surveys the size and shape of the earth or the position of any point on the earth geodetic surveying surveying with with tools um, necessary for uh, doing geodetic surveying gps and uh, uh, other uh, satellite imagery uh, these uh, these other tools uh, they're, they're not limited to to surveyors and it's um, and it's not that critical that um, those who are involved in making those determinations and doing geodetic surveys, uh, that it's, it's a requirement for them to be licensed. Uh, it's, it's only the third function, locating, relocating, establishing, and reestablishing or retracing property lines, that we get to the core issue of what it means to survey property and the reason for surveyors to be licensed. The, the fourth one, Making uh, any survey for the division, subdivision, or consolidation of any tracts of land—that's that's that's what we refer to as an original survey. Uh, That's that's critical because uh, when the surveyor is doing that, when the surveyor is subdividing property and creating subdivisions, they're actually uh, they're actually creating uh, parcels of land uh, that are going to be taxed and, and title. To that land will be passed on to uh, by a grantor to grantee. So that's that's critically important. And really, uh, those two functions, retracing surveying and original surveying, those are the whole reason behind surveyors being licensed, and and the reason why surveyors need to be regulated. Locating and laying out alignments, positions, or elevation for the construction of fixed works. That's uh, contractors. Uh, these days, do that themselves. Um, and uh, when I was when I was uh, practicing in Florida many years ago, uh, the uh, Florida what used to be the Florida Society of Professional Surveyors decided that uh, they they found out that contractors were out there surveying um, uh, surveying to lay out fixed works. They were surveying to uh, they had their own employees out there surveying to uh, put in curb and gutter and. Uh, and other infrastructure uh, features 
in subdivisions, uh, along roads, along highways, uh, civil uh, civil in- infrastructure, and, and the surveyors got the bright idea that well, that's and this was the definition they were looking at. This 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 thing is decades old. This thing is thirty, forty years old. Laying out uh, alignments, positions, and elevations for the construction of fixed works. It used to be decades ago that the surveyor was really surveying surveyors using surveying equipment were really the only ones who could do that with any precision but that's not that's not true anymore that's not true anymore um, the, the contractors can uh, can put in um, to a certain extent can put in uh, fixed works they can put in uh, infrastructure with machine control um, guided by GPS and uh, and plans that have been uh, you know, entered into the system. So, this isn't something that's uh, critical uh, for being licensed. We we can get rid of the first the first function, the second function, skip over the third and fourth function, and just go ahead and get rid of uh, uh, this fifth function as well because it it doesn't it's it it no long it is no longer something that is exclusive to surveyors. The next determining by the use of principles of surveying, by the use of principles of surveying, the position of any survey monument or reference point. Here again, is it good to have surveyors do this kind of work? Yes. Are, are they the only ones who can, who can do this kind of work? No. And then creating, preparing, and modifying electronic computerized or other data relative to the performance of these activities. Again, this isn't thing. This isn't something that is um, critical, uh, or that is exclusive to surveying. That, that's that's almost a uh, that's almost a description of GIS, uh, geographic information system. So we'll pick up uh, after the break uh, and and move on to an article that I wrote in the April uh, my April column in POB magazine. Quick stakes. Is your answer to staking lightweight, easy to ride on, easy to use, easy to find, and won't break your back carrying them like the old-fashioned wooden stakes? Have you tried a sample? If not, get a pen and paper and write down this number, 800-438-0387, or go to quickstake.com, that's Q-U-I-K-S-T-A-K-E.com, and order your samples. Ask your surveying supply dealer for Quick Stakes today. Quick Stakes, that's Q-U-I-K Stakes, are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Stakes, Q-U-I-K Stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. Quick Stakes. Does your survey supply dealer have Quick Stakes? If not, demand that they start carrying Quick Stakes. Did you know that Quick Stakes are better for your back than your local chiropractor? Lightweight and easier to use than the old heavy wooden stake. Order a sample today and prove it to yourself. Quick Stakes, your back-friendly stake. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
Okay. Welcome back, uh, folks. We're talking about the definition of surveying. Um, it's um, it, it's really a bad definition, and I have been talking about this for, um, well, ever since I became enlightened about what the problem is with the definition. And, and the problem the problem is this, uh, in a nutshell. We, we've, we've, we've narrowed it down to two uh, two tasks under the practice of surveying and the definition promulgated by the NCEES. And the two tasks are locating, relocating, establishing, reestablishing, or retracing property lines or boundaries of any tract of land, road, right-of-way, or easement, or making a survey for the division or subdivision. Now, we've talked about the, the function of the original surveyor. That, that fourth task there, doing subdivision work, that is, that's original surveying work. That's not retracement work. But the problem with the third function, locating, relocating, establishing, and reestablishing, or retracing. That's, that's very problematic. Locating, you, I, I can see the connection between locating and retracement surveying. But relocating is totally out of place here. Relocating uh, um, indicates or suggests that the uh, existing property lines that are on the ground, the established property lines on the ground, can be relocated to a new position. If you just look up the definition of relocate, it means to put in a new position. So relocating is actually repugnant to the to the uh, to the fundamental principles of retracement surveying. Uh, surveying. The fundamental principle of retracing surveying is to find where the boundary lines have become established on the ground rendering a well-reasoned opinion, using the best available evidence to get there, and rendering a well-reasoned opinion. And then establishing and reestablishing just shows that whoever wrote this definition doesn't understand how boundaries get established. Surveyors don't establish boundaries, and they certainly don't reestablish boundaries. Um, boundaries are established by the uh, actions and inactions of the people on the ground. Um, that's that's just that's fundamental, and this this definition therefore is fundamentally flawed. Then the or retracing property lines. So the definition says I can locate, I can relocate, or I can do a retracement of property lines. This actually opens up uh, an avenue for for uh, aberrant practice because. Relocating property lines on the ground is is abhorrent to the basic tenets of retracement surveying. So anyway, I've been talking about this for decades. Again, ever since I got uh, I got enlightened, and I got enlightened on the subject um, when I when I actually uh, well when I went to law school and then did started doing uh, legal research and writing about these issues, and I and I finally. Uh, and I finally figured out that surveyors establish nothing. Surveyors are, um, in, in the establishment of boundaries, are basically a tool. An original surveyor comes out, um, and, this, and that's a math and measurement problem. Uh, the, the object is to, as precisely as possible, put the boundary lines uh, on the ground, the, the geometry from the plat, the, uh, the geometry from the deed. And then, subsequent to that, the property gets in a new subdivision. The, the lots get uh, platted. Uh, Their new parcels of land have been created. The, the developer 
uh, sells those lots, people buy those lots, they build houses on them, they go into reliance on those monuments, and after after a certain amount of time, then that's how the boundary lines get established. The boundary lines get established through the reliance of the landowners in those monuments, and when the reliance sets in, when um, when um, they the, the the landowners have accepted those monuments, then the property rights attach to those to the lines between those monuments and to the monuments themselves, and that's how boundaries get established. Surveyors actually don't establish anything or reestablish anything. So the 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 the, the um, definition needs to be. Uh, needs to be changed because it actually allows for the idea, uh, and this is maybe uh, the, the genesis or, or it, at least its cover for um, for going out and relocating property lines. And, and that that's a third type of survey. There's an original survey, creating brand new lines for the very first time, putting them on the ground. There's retracing surveying finding where the boundaries have become established on the ground. What's this third survey, relocating surveys? There's nothing in the doctrines, in the boundary establishment doctrines that allow for relocation. The only thing uh, that allows for relocation of property lines is this terrible definition that's been promulgated by the the, uh, NCEES. National Council Examiners for Engineers and Surveyors. So I wrote a, a, I had written about this before. I, I've been talking about this in seminars for for over a decade. Uh, I've been talking about the fix for over a decade. I've written other articles about this um, over over the years. But for whatever reason, my April column uh, caught the attention of the NCWES. And uh, they, they had a little bit of a problem with what I had to say. So uh, without reading the whole article, I just want to give you the gist of it. Uh, so I'm going to read through some of this so that you understand. And then we'll look at NC, the NCEES's uh, response. They had a response that came out in, uh, in a following uh, issue of the magazine. We'll, 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 we'll look at what I, I said, and we'll look at their response. So... If you're a fan of college football, as I am, then you have no doubt heard the call for the NCAA to shut down or otherwise get out of the way due to its failed policies and rules that do not benefit its member institution or the athletes. The same can be said for the NCWS. It is time for it to shut down or otherwise get out of the way due to its failed policies and rules, at least with respect to land surveying. I do not pretend to speak for the engineers. They can speak for themselves. But the NCEES is causing the slow and miserable death of the land surveying profession. I had entitled this when I sent it in for publication, The NCEES Needs to Go. I thought that that would would actually um, uh, capture some attention. But as they do, as the editors do and have done to me in the past, they changed the title. And that was the first thing I noticed when I uh, when I picked up my copy of the uh, the April edition. They they had changed the title. They actually changed the title to something to the effect of "Don't change the definition of survey." And I thought to myself, "Why did you change the title?" The, the title I had 
I was trying to uh, capture uh, the uh, uh, garner some attention, and I was actually arguing the reverse, arguing we need the definition needs to change. Well, anyway, it's it got people's it got a few people's attention. It got the NCEES's attention uh, because uh, I, I I was contacted by them after they uh, they read the article. But let's start with the basic premise of land surveying. The core issue for land surveyors, the only reason surveying is regulated as a regulated profession is the protection of private property rights. If surveyors are not doing that, then all of the other functions of surveying can be handled by others. Licensed surveyors are not needed. The NCEES once recognized this vital role of the land surveyor in the 2010 model law. We find the following under general provisions. Regulation of engineers and surveyors in order to safeguard the health, life, health, and property, and to promote public welfare. So they used to have as an imperative the protection of property rights uh, in the in the model law, but they took that out um, and they replaced it with regulation of engineering surveying in order to safeguard the health, safety, and welfare of the public. That's why um, engineers or surveyors need to be licensed. And my question to them was, uh, what is it about the health, safety, and welfare of the public that surveyors protect? Surveyors don't need to be licensed in order to, uh, for that to happen. Other professions are, 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 are um, eminently qualified to, uh, to protect the, um, the health, safety, and welfare of the public. Surveyors aren't needed for that. Surveyors are needed for the protection of property rights. Moving on. Let's get to the definition of surveying. If this, if this uh, problem uh, were the only problem, um, um, pulling the word property out, then you know it could pretty much be ignored. But it gets worse. The basic definition of surveying, as we've talked about, is locating, relocating, establishing, reestablishing. And the two fundamental principles of surveying are: you're either an original surveyor laying out new lines for the very first time or your retracement surveying. So those are the fundamental principles of surveying, which the definition doesn't really even uh, deal with, except, except, except to give you the option as a surveyor of either locating, relocating, or retracing property lines. Let's see if there's anything else here I needed to talk about boundaries are established by by the people by, uh, by the actions and inactions of the people and last week we talked about deceptive trade practices and this is where the definition almost almost gets criminal because um, as we discussed uh, a little bit last week um, most states, not all, but most states have some sort of uh, consumer protection laws, and um, in the state of Alabama, uh, Texas, I think Colorado, and others have uh, very similar Deceptive Trade Practices Acts, and we're going to rub this definition. We're going to rub this definition up against uh, Alabama's uh, Deceptive Trade Practices Act, and. Uh, and see if there's anything wrong with this definition. And then uh, after that, we'll 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 look at the NCEES's uh, response 
to uh, to my column and the problems I brought up uh, and some of the solutions uh, that that are I believe are uh, are available that could fix this problem uh, fairly simply. The problem with the fix is um, I'm not sure the land surveying profession um, has the will to do it. All right, we'll come back after the break. And want to remind everybody that business is coming back. And be are you ready for the business that's coming your way? Uh, we've had some uh, natural uh, causes that have uh, uh, will cause land surveyors to uh, work a little harder. We've got uh, just business coming back. And uh, whether you do residential or commercial, be ready, and we invite you to call Quick Stakes if you've never used them. Call them, 800-438-0387, and get them to send you a sample. And their markers are used by everybody. Survey marker, do not remove. So if you're listening and you're not ready for the business that's coming your way, then get ready for it, because it will be coming your way. So we'll be back with more of Jeff right after a couple of messages. This is Dr. Susan Blank, host of Detailing Addiction and medical director of the Atlanta Healing Center. Please join me on Tuesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Quick Stakes is your answer to staking. Lightweight, easy to ride on, easy to use, easy to find, and won't break your back carrying them like the old-fashioned wooden stakes. Have you tried a sample? If not, get a pen and paper and write down this number. 800-438-0387 or go to quickstake.com that's q-u-i-k-s-t-a-k-e dot com and order your samples ask your surveying supply dealer for quickstakes today my name is kyle hayes a motorsports student at alfred state college every year alfred state students compete in the great race which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles as you can imagine it's pretty costly i'm asking for your help Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Quick Stakes. Does your survey supply dealer have Quick Stakes? If not, demand that they start carrying Quick Stakes. Did you know that Quick Stakes are better for your back than your local chiropractor? lightweight and easier to use than the old heavy wooden stake. Order a sample today and prove it to yourself. Quick Stakes, your bike-friendly stake. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, folks. Uh, welcome back. This is America's Web Radio, and you are listening to the Surveyor's Hour. Uh, my name is Jeff Lucas. I'm the host. All right. <clears throat> so this is where, this is where the um, the definition we've been talking about is uh, actually uh, gets a little bit dangerous. If we look at uh, the third task uh, under the definition, locating, relocating, establishing, reestablishing, or retracing property lines or boundaries of any tract of land, um, locating could be seen uh, or characterized as Retracement surveying, relocating absolutely cannot. Uh, the fun, the, the, princi- the basic principles of relocating uh, uh, or of, of, of retracing surveying is not to relocate, not 
to follow in the footsteps of the original surveyor, not correct them. This gives this gives um, uh, uh, cover for uh, aberrant and possibly even unlawful activity to actually attempt to move property lines that have already become established. And again, establishing and reestablishing that's just that's just ignorance on the part of the NCEES. They don't they don't understand apparently how um, how boundaries get established. Uh, or retracing property lines. So you can relocate, relocate, or retrace property lines. So if locating is meant to be retracing, why do we need to say or retracing property lines? But you can do either of those three. Surveyors can't, no matter what the definition says, they can't establish anything. So that's just, I'm going to chalk that one up to to ignorance. We're just going to ignore establishing and reestablishing. So there's three functions here. You can locate, you can relocate, or you can retrace property lines. Now, so let's just take a hypothetical. Surveyor decides he doesn't want to do the hard work of retracing property lines or of locating those lines. Instead, the surveyor wants to relocate the property lines, which uh, does not align with any fundamental doctrine of boundary establishment or surveying other than this definition. And when they, they they do that relocation survey, nobody calls their surveys a location survey or a relocation survey or a retracing survey. The term that is used for surveys is a, it's a boundary survey. It's a boundary survey. Okay, that's sort of the umbrella term that's used in the uh, in the industry in the profession to describe retracement surveying work. But we all know, all the surveyors know the two fundamental. I ask this question all the time in seminars. All surveyors know, at least the ones that are in the uh, that, that attend the seminars that come to the conferences. All surveyors know what the two functions of surveying are. You're either an original surveyor or a retracing survey. There, there is no other function. There is no other function. So, a boundary survey, which would more technically, if we wanted to get technical, should be called a retracing survey or retracing property survey, but that term isn't used. Um, the, the general term that's used uh, in, in the profession is it's a boundary survey, but we all know the only boundaries surveyors can deal with are original boundaries or existing established boundaries. So this, uh, in our hypothetical, this sur- once this surveyor is going to come out there and he's not going to do a retracing survey. He's going to do a relocation survey because he doesn't want to do the hard work of retracing the property lines, finding where they become established on the ground. He wants to relocate them to where they should have been in the first place, and he has cover for doing that, and in the process is probably going to set multiple monuments at each corner. Um, and, and that's what we, call, we refer to as the pincushion effect. So uh, now, is there anything wrong with him doing that? Other than the fact that this definition provides cover for it, um, it doesn't seem that, since the definition provides cover for it, it doesn't seem that there's anything wrong with it. Uh, what, if, if he relocates the property lines and, and causes the landowners to go, uh, to go into a lawsuit over the relocated property lines, um, that's what I consider the, the equivalent of the doctor amputating, the surgeon amputating the wrong leg, sending people to into litigation for no apparent good reason. Uh, and then uh, one side turns the surveyor in for being negligent. 
uh, into a board for uh, a board complaint for being negligent because he relocated the property lines. All he has to do is turn to this, he or she has to do is turn to this definition and say, there it is, I relocated the property lines. That's what it's supposed to do. Or that's what I'm, I'm allowed to do. I can either locate, I can relocate, or I can retrace one of the three. Well, there is, uh, as I said, Deceptive Trade Practices Act, uh, and I'm just—I've got Alabama's here as an example, and I have—I've I've searched for this in, in other jurisdictions, and Texas, and in, in particular, Texas and Colorado have a very, very similar Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Uh, I haven't searched all 50 states for such acts. I have searched and not found them, and I have searched and found them called consumer protection laws, but uh, most. Deception, most Consumer Protection or Deceptive Trade Practices Act uh, enumerate, uh, they enumerate um, 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 acts or practices in the conduct of trade or commerce and uh, declare them to be unlawful. And that's exactly what Alabama has done. The following deceptive acts or practices in conduct of any trade or commerce are hereby declared to be unlawful. And Alabama enumerates 27 such acts, and one, two, three, four, five of them I've highlighted because they get very, very close to what we're discussing with relocating property lines. Number two, causing confusion or misunderstanding as to the source, sponsorship, approval, or certification of goods and services. So if the relocating surveyor is calling it a boundary survey, and uh, the the rest of the profession and landowners and and stakeholders alike believe that without without knowing this for sure believe without knowing the technical term believe that the surveyor is finding where the property lines are located on the ground that's retracing survey but this surveyor went out and did a relocation survey calls it a boundary survey and uh, foisted off onto uh, the unsuspecting consumer. Is that a misunderstanding as to the certification of the goods or services? It's calling it a boundary survey. The entire profession knows that's not a boundary survey. Yet the definition provides cover. Let's look at number five. Representing that goods or services have sponsorship approval characteristics. It's a boundary survey. Does that mean it's a retracement survey or a relocation survey? Well, we're not distinguishing that. Ingredients, uses, benefits, or qualities that they do not have or that a person has sponsorship approval status, affiliation, or connection that he or she does not have. That was very close. Representing that goods or services are of a particular standard, quality, or this one hits the nail on the head. Representing that goods or services of our particular standard. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm doing a boundary survey for you. The vast majority of uh, unsuspecting consumers don't know the difference between, don't, don't know the nuances of this, this, of this uh, definition of surveying. They think the surveyor is coming out to locate their property lines. In other words, doing a retracement survey. But the surveyor had no intention of doing a, re- a retracement survey. He's relocating the property lines. Representing that the goods or services are of a particular standard quality or grade or that goods are of a particular style or model if they are of another. That 
hits the nail squarely on the head. That's that relocating surveyor is in violation of the Deceptive Trade Practices Act. Doing something that is unlawful by statute. Advertising, uh, n- number nine, advertising goods or services with the intent not to sell them as advertising. That also hits the nail on the head. What is advertising? Advertising under the Deceptive Trade Practices Act, or just look up the word advertising in Black's Law Dictionary, and it, it that's any communication that um, that that touts your ability to do something. That's answering your phone. Advertising is answering your phone. So when that uh, deceptive surveyor who has no intention whatsoever of doing a retracement survey is going to relocate your property lines, answers the phone, and accepts the assignment, that's advertising that he's going to do a boundary survey, but he has no intention whatsoever of doing a retracement survey. And finally, at the very end, 27, a catch-all. Engaging in any other unconscionable, false, misleading, or deceptive act or practice in the conduct of trade or commerce. So, possibly five violations, two that hit the nail square on the head. So, what, did it, what does NCEES have to say about all this? Well, they read my column and they said, you know what, um, we need to um, we need to respond. So I'll uh, I'll flip through their response and let's uh, we'll 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 talk about it. Responding to an article published uh, in POB, the organization clarifies its position on the role of surveying in public protection and the activities included in surveying licensure. The NCEES NCWS thanks Mr. Lucas for his recent article raising points of the role of surveying in public protection and the activities included in regulating the practice of surveying. With that in mind, we wish to provide a few points of clarification for all professional surveyors, not simply to address Mr. Lucas's conclusions. First, it is important to be clear that the NCEES model law is uh, what it is, how it was developed, and its role for member licensing boards. The NCWES serves as an organization through which its members, the engineering and surveying boards in the U.S. state territories, can counsel, act together, be uh, be better discharge, uh, better to better discharge their duties as individuals, autonomous regulatory agencies. One of the primary ways the NCAA fulfills its vision is by pro- providing the model law. The model law, okay, here's a good one. The model law reflects best practices as as determined by the NCEES member boards. Um, Probably uh, the big problem here is most uh, boards across the country are dual engineering and surveying boards. And surveying is not engineering. And uh, the engineers on those boards, um, the engineers on those boards have uh, probably very little uh, knowledge of uh, actually what it means to survey property. Surveying is, to a certain extent, uh, uh, it, it's it's 
it's not well understood by people who aren't in the profession. Even some professionals uh, don't understand it. So we'll we'll finish up with the NCEES uh, after we take this break. Quick stakes. Does your survey supply dealer have quick stakes? If not, demand that they start carrying quick stakes. Did you know that quick stakes are better for your back than your local chiropractor? Lightweight and easier to use than the old heavy wooden stake. Order a sample today and prove it to yourself. Quick stakes, your back friendly stake. You need to try them. And call today, 800-438-0387, and order a box of samples. And you'll love them. They're very lightweight. They're easy to ride on. They're not like the old wooden stakes that uh, you lug up and down the hills and worry about whether you're going to take the next step or not. And there are no JAs around anymore. Lugging them. That's our logo. Uh, JA used to... Uh, lug heavy wooden stakes around for surveyors but he was replaced by the quick stake easy to handle easy to ride on and lightweight to carry so order your quick stakes today and they also parker davis also has fantastic markers that identify that it is a surveyor market get your hands away from it so we'll be back with jeff right after a couple of messages hang in there Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. That reminds me, too. If you're out doing a survey and you find a barn find, you find an old car in a barn that uh, you're surveying the person's property, let us know, and uh, we'll see if we can't make him a deal. We'll be back right after this with Jeff. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Okay, welcome back, folks. This is the Surveyor's Hour on America's Web Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Lucas, and we've been discussing uh, the response letter uh, that the NCWS uh, had to uh, my April column. And I want to try to wrap this discussion up this week and get a uh, get a guest back on next week all right so uh back to their response changes to the model law typically go through a two-year process of committee study and council vote the members of these committees are a combination of professional engineers professional surveyors and members and uh, member board staff such as administrators or attorneys well there you go there's the problem with the definition of survey none of those people um understand really what surveyors do, uh, probably even the professional surveyors on the committee. If so, this would have changed a long time ago. This would have changed a long time ago. NCWS has been providing the model law as a resource for members, boards, and state legislatures since 1932. That's probably how old this definition is, 1932. Updating it as needed to align with current practices. Well, that's not that hasn't happened yet. At least with this now, let, let me be clear. I'm not talking about the entire model law that they have out there. Um, some of it, some portions of it, I'm sure, are really, really good. But this problem with the definition of surveying is, is a, at least in my estimation, it's a massive problem. It's a massive problem because it allows for it, 
it allows for aberrant practice on the most important issue that the surveyor, uh, the only reason the surveyor is licensed, for the protection of the property interests of the people of the state, whatever state you're licensed in. And if that's not happening, there's there's no need for the land surveying profession to exist any longer. Uh, the only reason the land surveying profession needs to exist is for this core issue of the protection of property rights. So it needs to be uh, it needs to be updated, but it's not. It provides this document as a model for individual state or territorial practice legislation in an effort to promote uniformity and simplify the inter- interstate licensure of engineers and surveyors. NCEES members, member boards dedicate a great deal of time and energy to maintaining the manual and carefully considering each amendment, but the model law is just that, a resource. The state and territory licensing boards work together to maintain this publication for the individual jurisdictions to use it as they see fit. In other words, the NCEES says, look, it, this isn't our problem. This isn't our problem. We just provide this resource, and uh, the boards can do with it what they want. We can't force them to do anything. My answer to that is I think that the NCEES is um, uh, is heavily downplaying in this response, heavily downplaying their influence with these boards. Um, I'm sure back in 1932 there was a complete um, whatever boards were out there, they weren't all out there at that time. Alabama didn't have a licensing board until 1935. Probably came up, became a license, had a licensing board because of the NCEES. Um, but um, um, if if they really if and here's my point, if the NCEES really wanted to change this, they could make it happen. They could make it happen. Um, by by, uh, by providing some leadership. All right, they talk about then they talked about why they took why they put safe uh, safety health uh, and welfare of the public. Uh, why they adopted that and took out uh, the life and property of the people. So they 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 give an excuse for that. What's the, what's the difference between a reason and, a, and an excuse? Reasons become excuses when they are used to avoid responsibility. That is the key difference between reasons and excuses. Uh, quote from David Anderson, leadership author, speaker, trainer, and character evangelist. I don't know Mr. Anderson. I found uh, his and other quotes on the difference between reasons and excuses, and I thought this, his was a good one. The decision to m- remove the word property was not made lightly. Two different committees considered the issue. But ultimately, they felt that life and property could be removed and the definition streamlined because those issues were covered under the umbrella of health, safety, and welfare. (laughs) Is that a reason or an excuse? Uh, The NCEES member boards debated this issue and likewise ultimately agreed that the consideration of life and property were adequately covered in the term. And one one of the, just a little bit of background here, the word property... When I was coming up in the surveying profession and, and Brown's publications were out there talking about just go stake the deed, in other words, go relocate property lines, which is probably where the definition of relocate came from, um, from the ideas that Brown had out there, uh, Curtis Brown. Uh, um, uh, the, the word property was, uh, wasn't used by surveyors. 
surveyors were afraid of the word property. We and I've heard it so many times. We we don't determine what people own. We don't determine where their property lines are. We simply survey boundaries, which is part of the reason why the definition of surveying is so egregious. It's so it's it, because the surveyors who work on those committees wanted to avoid the word property. We don't do anything. We don't deal with property rights, and we need an out for relocating based on the deed, and that's why it's there. The only problem is this is probably uh, this uh, this very well could be um, um, the, the the reason why uh, land surveyors become the buggy whip manufacturers of the 21st century. Several of the committee members who studied this issue, including the chair, were licensed professional surveyors. So what? The member license and voids, uh, boards uh, voted to change the language, included among other professional surveyors. So what? While Mr. Lucas may disagree with the choice of wording, we respectfully take issue with the assertion that the NCWES member licensing boards, which count many professional surveyors among their members, do not understand why surveying is regulated. Then why do they still have that definition? They don't understand surveying. The definition is clear they don't understand surveying. The article further argues that in activities listed under the definition of surveying and model law, for the most part, are not related to protection of property and associated rights. I didn't say they're not related to the protection of, of, of um, well, why do you even use the word property? They took the word property out. Protection of property, why, why even use that? And associated rights, therefore, are not related to the core issue of surveying. No, what I'm saying is... Yeah, the unqualified uh, doing those other functions is probably a little bit could be detrimental to uh, health, safety, and welfare of of people. But people can make those choices. My point is, you don't have to be licensed to perform those functions. They're they're, they're not necessary for licensure. And and what board in this country is gonna is gonna rein in? Google for rain rain in Google for um, what is it uh, determining the uh, where's their definition what, what what board in the is going to rain in Google for determining by measurement and configure the configuration and contour of the Earth's surface or positions of fixed objects objects thereon or determining uh, by geodetic surveys, the size and shape of the Earth, the position of any point on the Earth. Nobody, no board's going to do that. Article further argues that the activities listed in definition surveying, for the most part, okay. We contend that all seven activities do, in fact, relate to the practice of surveying. Sure, they relate to the practice of surveying, but they also relate to other professionals. They also include what other professionals are doing as well. The current definition of survey included in the model law is the result of much deliberation among professional surveyors, member licensing boards, surveying societies. It involves several years of research studied by the NCES committee's task force, which included expertise of many professional surveyors. It was developed in consultation with member licensing boards as well as multi-organizational multi task force of surveying societies, including the American... Okay, all right. Is that a reason or an excuse? 
sounds like an excuse to me. The goal of the model law is to develop recommended language to regulate professional practice, not the tools or method used to produce the final. What what have I said about the tools? What have I said about the tools? I'm not talking about the tools and the methods. I'm talking about uh, the, the core issue of surveying and why surveying needs to be regulated. I'll probably have just a couple of minutes here. I just want to tell you what the fix is. Um, I wrote them a a letter back. I wrote David Cox, executive director of NCWES, after a phone conversation. I talked to him about how egregious the survey, uh, the definition of surveying is. I gave him a fix. Here's the fix. They don't even have to go to the legislature to do this. The model law is legislation, generally speaking. Uh, The administrative code is where the board determines what the legislation means. So they could simply go to their bo- uh, these boards, these member boards across the country, without even having to go to the legislature, could fix this. All you need is a definition of, survey, of original survey and retracing survey. Orig- and this would be the original survey definition. The terms locating and establishing used in the NCES model law refer to an original survey of property being conducted for the owners of the parent track. It's a, so those terms mean original survey. And then define retracing survey. Relocating, establishing, and retracing used in the model law refers to a retracement survey. And that, I, I didn't read you the entire definition of what that entails, but that would fix the problem. So we'll see what they want to do about it. And, folks, uh, have a great day. Our time is up, and we will talk again next week. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.